0: I ran Michigan. I don't even know
1: what he's thinking. He's
0: just a complete brickhead. Uh, Brady Kachunk. Thomas is my best
1: friend.
0: I got a lot of good-looking dudes on my team. Mm-hmm. You just got a new. I <laughs> see.
1: Hi everyone, and welcome to episode Clark MacArthur of Elite Sons Brain. As always. I am Viata and I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Twitter user, at burner. How's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing all right, holding up in the heat wave.
0: Yeah, oh my god.
1: It's talking about how my apartment doesn't have air conditioning, so this is the second episode I've recorded where I'm, like, barely wearing any clothing, but I'm like, you know what? We know each other well enough at this point.
0: <laughs> um fine it's understandable it's literally like 40 degrees with the humidex or whatever like you do what you have to do at this point exactly so there's a lot for us to discuss surprisingly uh
1: of course a week ago we were thinking that we would have to come up with something to talk about because we have had several months now of desperately trying to find anything to discuss about the sentence because they stubbornly refuse to give us content which is so rude of them and thankfully women's hockey came to save the day.
0: Yeah, so I don't know if I think this is the first episode we're recording since it was announced that Ottawa is getting so Ottawa is getting a PWHL team. There are going to be six teams. It's going to be Ottawa, Toronto, Boston, Minnesota, Montreal, and New York. New York. I like that I forgot New York. I
1: can see your face and I can see you struggling with it as you like got through the list.
0: Yeah, I didn't have it pulled up. But also, like, I think forgetting New York is so subversive. <laughs> like, you'd think that someone would forget Ottawa or Minnesota. Well, not really Minnesota, even. I. You know what? Yeah, because because Ottawa is like, to some people, the most forgettable one, I chose to forget the most notable one. <laughs> but yeah, so... I was literally so happy when I found out that we, like, two people DM'd me. How did you find out? So,
1: I, that weekend, I had been in Ottawa to see Hades Hadestown, uh, which is my favorite musical. I actually, um, you can see this. I have a... Poster behind me, ladies down. But the original musical, not even the Broadway one. That's that's how long I've been a fan. Um, so, anyways, I went to to go uh, to Ottawa to see that, and then on Monday um, I worked from home during the day, and then took the train back. And I was um, sitting on the bus getting from the train station to my house. Nobody docks me. I am announcing that there's a bus that goes from the train station to my house. Um, And I just like sat down on the bus, checked my phone and I had an email from the silver seven team because for some reason we don't have a group chat. I don't know why this is. I keep forgetting that this is like kind of weird of us, but we just have a Google groups. And so I got an email from someone in silver seven being like, Ottawa has a PWHL team. And I, freaked out I was like vibrating with energy on this bus I could not believe it because I like I've known for a while I've thought privately and publicly that Ottawa would be a great market for women's hockey but I never expected that it would be like an original six team for this new league the PWHL like I I was absolutely shocked at that
0: yeah I honestly yeah I actually didn't expect it because I figured obviously like Hopefully, like, if as the league grows and stuff, they were going to expand to places. I figured, like, Ottawa would be one of the places they eventually got to. But one of the original six, I was like, yeah. Like, everyone is starting to recognize that this is, like, Ottawa is the greatest city in the world and the most important city in the world and the one that cares the most about hockey. So, of course, like, Ottawa got a team. Literally. Ottawa is the center of the hockey universe. It really is. But... Um, we can just jump into the people who were criticizing this choice. I saw a ton of people being like, why not Buffalo? Because Buffalo sucks.
1: Like, sorry. Literally. And like, okay, I, I did jokingly write Buffalo slander in the outline for this episode. <laughs> but and like, to be completely honest and sincere here, like, I recognize that the Buffalo PHF team had fans. There was like a, you know, a, there was some hockey, women's hockey specifically history in Buffalo. And it absolutely sucks for the fans in that city who don't have a team anymore. Um, and, you know, it's, it's just another thing that's sad about how this has happened with all the PHF franchises just being destroyed. And I completely understand the argument that, you know, you want to build on what's already there. You want to go to an established hockey market. However, Honestly, and I said this on Twitter, but I'm going to repeat it here because I'm so smart. and I need to repeat myself here. I think it's kind of awesome that, like, okay, obviously the PWHL put themselves in a situation where they are completely starting fresh with a clean slate and no established franchises. And they didn't have to do that. They could have kept the established franchises. But now that they're doing that, it actually makes so much sense for them to throw in at least one team from a market that doesn't have complicated feelings about the PHF and, you know, past women's hockey leagues, that's just, like, so hyped to have a team. And Ottawa yeah. was perfect for that,
0: you know? I agree, yeah. I will say, on my statement moments ago about Fuck Buffalo, I will say, yes, I'm so sorry to, like, youth fans. I understand, like, that is devastating to lose your team. And I'm very, very sorry that that happened. But in terms of, like, being excited for the future, I think, like, People were unfairly shitting on Ottawa. Like, I saw people being, like, Ottawa's, like, remote. Ottawa is two hours away from Montreal. (laughs) What are you talking about? The one... Okay, you know what? Like, the argument that, like, Ottawa shouldn't have a hockey team in terms of, like, the men's hockey perspective is that, and I guess also the women's hockey perspective, is that, like, it's because it's right in between the two biggest hockey markets. Mm -hmm. So, like, it seems kind of superfluous to have like an extra team there but it's like then everyone showed up for Ottawa everyone followed the team everyone's so excited about it so already the best fans in the league exactly and like okay to people listening here
1: who doubt Ottawa as a hockey market I have several points that I want to make to you okay first of all the P uh, the PWHL did have set has said that they did their research into markets they had the dream gap tour for years they had the rivalry series there were several events that were played at neutral locations you know throughout women's hockey history ottawa has consistently shown up to those events there is a massive women's hockey market here tons of girls are in girls hockey i played girls hockey in ottawa like it's a big thing in ottawa and like we, we sell out women's hockey events, right? Or at least like, you know, the rivalry series and stuff and other events we, we still do very well with. So there is a women's hockey market, but especially if you're complaint, if you're comparing it to Ottawa, I need, I need to raise you several points here. And I'm sorry, I'm going to, I'm going to take over the podcast with this, <laughs> with my explanation. One, as many people will tell you People have shown up for the Sens, because obviously people are gonna compare it to the Sens. Oh, the Sens, the Sens have bad attendance. They have we're doing attendance discourse about the Sens again. <laughs> but people have shown up to the Sens when the team is doing well. A lot of the bad attendance was from times when there were ownership issues and the team was really bad. And I, I understand you're gonna say, oh, we don't want fair weather fans here, but like I I just gotta say that. Ottawa fans have shown up before. Secondly. <laughs> Ottawa is a weird city where a lot of people who live here come from outside, from other places in Canada and already have existing allegiances to other teams. So the appetite for the Sens specifically is not necessarily reflective for the appetite for hockey in general in this city. Like a lot of people, and I, I say this if I live here, a lot of people here, here in <laughs> Ottawa, but um, you know, a lot of people in Ottawa are like diehard Canucks fans, diehard Leafs are Habs fans right like they they're diehard Penguins fans because they're from Nova Scotia and they're obsessed with Sidney Crosby right like there is just like a a ton of hockey fans who don't cheer for the local team and I don't sense enough like animosity towards the Sens from those people that I think they would have a problem cheering for a local women's hockey team you know I, I I think their allegiance is really to those old teams more than to the cities right? Do you you kind of,
0: like, agree with that? I agree. And, like, the other thing is, like, okay, obviously not to, like, because obviously, like, we can't just do one-to-one comparisons to men's hockey all the time, but, like, that's Mm -hmm. what people are going to do, especially when they say, like, people in Ottawa don't like hockey. So, like, that's what we sadly have to do for a bit. But, like, the other argument about, like, the Sens is that the Sens came into existence years after, (laughs) like, so many years after the Canadians and the Leafs came into existence. So, a big thing that happens in Ottawa is that So people are, like, fans of their parents' teams. And then their parents were, even if they lived in Ottawa, the closest team was either Toronto or Montreal, right? So they became Leafs fans and Habs fans, and then that just continues down. But it's like, with all the teams coming into the league at the same time, there's no, like, real reason to not root for, like, the Ottawa WHL team at this point if you live in Ottawa, in my opinion. It's like, if you live in Ottawa and you are saying that, like, you won't root for them, that's insane. Like, you, like, you can't do it. Okay, but
1: also, like, guys, we all know that the Sens play in in an arena in the middle of nowhere, in a giant cornfield surrounded by a massive parking lot, and it's already been confirmed that the PWHL team is not going to play in that arena, and if they ever outgrow Lansdowne, by that point, there will be a downtown arena. (laughs) Like, like, why do people selectively forget that crucial bit of information (laughs) when they're talking about attendance?
0: I think maybe, okay, if you don't know, guys, like, if people don't know how bad it is, it's so bad to try to get to the arena where the Sens play. The Canadian Tire Centre is located three hours from anywhere you are in the world. Like, it's... (laughs) forever to drive there no matter where you live so like of course a lot of people are like especially when the suns were bad we're like i'm not gonna go see a bad hockey team and waste however many like however much time commuting but like you mentioned it's in a better location like where the pwhl team is gonna play and two potentially we might have a good hockey team on our hands like we might for the first time in many years see good hockey being played in ottawa (laughs)
1: Yeah. And it's like, you know, whenever people do attendance discourse with the Sens, the answer is always like, it's a bunch of factors altogether, right? It's not, it's not individually one thing, but like you guys need to understand it is so hard to get to that arena and there is nothing around it. You can't go to a bar before the game and meet up with your buddies and have, and you know, have dinner and drinks and stuff before the game or after the game. Like you need to either get in your car and sit in traffic for an hour, and then, like, after the game, spend an hour sitting in traffic trying to get out of the parking lot. Or, you need to take a bus that's, like, you have to take the LRT, which only works sometimes, to a specific station, wait out in the cold, sit on this bus for, like, an hour, and you always think that you're almost in Canada, and then there's, like, an extra 20 minutes. Like, I've noticed that about that bus route, you know? Like, it is... It is a long (laughs) bus ride. And then you had to do the same thing on the way back, too. And, like, Ottawa Transit is not good. However, Lansdowne, it's a nice area. It's as transit accessible as Ottawa gets. People will show up. It's also in an area. It's near Carlton, right? Like, a bunch of students live
0: there. People people can walk to the arena from their house. Exactly. Like, I also don't know exactly like the transit situation I know that there like used to be a train that went to Carlton but like it might be broken Mm. on purpose like they might have yeah okay yeah this is Twitter kind of but basically okay yeah it's in a really central area and also like to your point there is also stuff to do before and after you go like there are restaurants there's a whole foods like there's it's a normal arena (laughs) yeah so it's like I really feel good about this also like just people I've spoken to just like in my personal life are like oh yeah that's great like I'll probably go to a few like women's hockey games then because it's like Mm -hmm. no one like no one discourses it this much in real life people are just like oh cool I'll see some games
1: and it's like yeah and the thing is like if you tell people oh I you know go to a lot of Sens games they'll be like uh I guess maybe you can drag me out to a game or two, right? Whereas if you're like, oh yeah, we can just like walk over there to go watch some women's hockey team. They're much more likely to just like decide to go just for fun, even if they're not big hockey fans, you know?
0: Yeah, I think it's like very much, that's the other thing is that like obviously uh, hockey is popular in Ottawa and like there's a ton of hockey fans, but I feel like it's also like a real possibility that like even people who aren't so much into hockey I'll just be like, well, that's a cool thing to go do. Like, Mm -hmm. just go watch this new, like, team play. And it's like, that is another great opportunity. Because it's like, people argue, like, oh, Ottawa is boring. So why would they put a team there? I would argue Ottawa is boring. So, like, there's so few things to do. Of course, put a team there. That becomes, like, number one on a lot of people's lists to do now. (laughs) And it's also just, like, it it works so perfectly for Ottawa
1: because Ottawa has, like the most ridiculous inferiority complex. And it's not just Sens fans. It's, like, the whole city's vibe is, like, you know, younger sibling to Toronto and Montreal. Like, we have such a chip on our shoulders about this. We have, like, the biggest inferiority complex. And so for this league to show up and be like we were picking out the six best hockey markets in North America to put teams and we decided that Ottawa is a team like instantly instantly
0: everyone in Ottawa is overjoyed no like actually because it's like it's just nice to be chosen like it's it's just nice to be picked sometimes so and like to like that point just like If you check Twitter, I really, I guess I'm in a bit of an echo chamber because I only really follow people who already talk about Ottawa hockey. But I think that, like, I've seen a lot of buzz for it. Like, I've seen a lot of people excited about, like, the Ottawa PWHL team. And, like, yeah, it's exciting and people are excited. So, again, I'm sorry if you live in Buffalo, but, like... I can't do anything about it. Yeah. And it's like, I remember, I don't know, about a year ago when Montreal
1: got a PHF team. The, I don't follow a lot of Habs fans, but the reaction that I saw from people in Montreal was just sort of like, oh, cool. Okay. Like, it's weird that they weren't already in Montreal. Or, oh, maybe I'll go to there. Or maybe I'll just keep going to Stingers games all the time. Right? Like, people were just sort of chill because they were like, yeah, of course Montreal got a team. Why wouldn't Montreal have a team? Whereas people in Ottawa are like holy shit, we got a
0: team, you know? Yeah, it's like, just like whenever anything happens to Ottawa, people are like, oh my God, (laughs) like, holy shit, like, have you heard? So like, I think that it was a great choice. I think you can sense the excitement.
1: I I have a prediction. I think Ottawa is going to lead the the whole league in attendance next season. And that'll be really funny. Um, this This is like... I am manifesting this just I'm not saying, you know, long term down the line. I'm saying for the inaugural season, Ottawa will lead the PWHL in attendance. It's going to be hilarious. And that will set up the team for years to come because we're all going to be able to say that we had better attendance numbers than Toronto and Montreal, which will be our Isabel Cup, which I don't know if that's still the the trophy they're handing out. But, you know,
0: (laughs) no, literally like. Uh, It's going to feel good. I will Mm. love doing attendance Twitter when we (laughs) are the number one attendant.
1: Well, and as you mentioned before, um, Ottawa is already on the right track with that because from day one, they have had by far the most followers on social media.
0: Yeah, so... I don't want to say that it's the only team in the PWHL that matters, but it's, I'm I'm just like feeling that. I'm just sensing it.
1: I also love that a lot of fans who don't have teams in their cities have picked up Ottawa because like, again, this is another reason why it works so well because the PWHL chose a whole bunch of the most annoying hockey markets, like, you know, Minnesota, whatever, who cares, but like, you know, New York, Boston, Toronto, Montreal, like people have strong opinions about those hockey markets and so it's nice to give them a few sort of less controversial more unassuming
0: markets like Ottawa. Okay I agree with that because I think that like Ottawa also just has a vibe where like you want to root. I like how like I'm just saying this because I want to root for Ottawa but it's like, <laughs> I think they do have a vibe where like you just want to root for them because and it doesn't like Hurt that everyone always shits on it. So, <laughs> like, sad. I think that it's a good thing. I think that it's a nice underdog story, even though, like, it's not like, like, Ottawa at this point is not really an underdog because, like, they ha- don't have a full roster and, like, the roster they do have is, like, not underdog. So it's like. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll discuss this later when we talk about the rosters. I feel like there are some underdog minds, possibly. That's fair. But yeah. It's a great team. If you don't have a PWTEL team in your city, support Ottawa. Exactly. And, like, it's
1: funny because there was a stretch of a few days where, like, there was no information about any of the teams. We didn't know who the GMs were, what the draft order was, what players were going to play for them. Like, no idea whatsoever. All The only way that we could measure these teams against each other and analyze them was based on how many Twitter followers they had so it was like for a few days in my mind Ottawa was number one in the league because they had the most Twitter followers
0: and I still believe that they are number one in the league (laughs) to me that is the metric
1: that matters the most until the first game is played the only that the standings are determined by Twitter followers and Ottawa has a huge lead on everyone
0: else yeah yeah like, you can really only go off of vibes and Twitter followers and look at the analytics. Like, we're winning in both. <laughs> so, so true. The one thing I will say is that I really want the name to be announced because I'm so curious. I'm so tired of being, like, the
1: PWHL team, the Ottawa team. Like, it's uh, it's so annoying. And I, I've been writing about the team, too, for Silver 7 because we also just, like, it, even before I weighed in, Everyone on the Silver 7 team was in our email chat being like, we're covering the team, right? So we're doing that. And yeah, writing it down. It's always so hard to be like, the new team, the PWHL
0: team, the Ottawa team. Like, just, just give us a name. Yeah. Do you have any ideas for names? I suggested on Twitter a callback to many previous episodes. I suggested a Kettleman's um, Everything Bagel Toasted with Cream Cheese.
1: I did see that. That would be a great name. Um, I saw someone suggest the Rito raccoons, uh, call back to an important part of Ottawa history.
0: <laughs> That's really good. I think, I don't actually know though, like in terms of like, I'm, I don't think it's going to be the bagel. So I'm going to sadly. It could be the shawarma. That could be awesome. I just like, don't know if there's, I hope it's not like, lame. Like, no, like I, the Senator's. Like, objectively, now I love it, but, like, objectively, like, that's not a very, like, cool name. So, like, and the 67s also, like, not, like, they're kind of boring. Okay, but, counterpoint, if it's lame, that's Ottawa Vibes. That's actually really true. I hope it's something extremely stupid. Like, I, I, I pray to God it's government related, because I think that that's hilarious. (laughs)
1: But I don't Some want- people, if you are outside of Ottawa and you're thinking of bandwagoning the Ottawa team, there is only one test that we're giving you as like gatekeeping. You have to be on board with a really shitty, really lame name. If that's a turnoff for you, you don't have what it takes to be an Ottawa hockey fan.
0: Exactly. And I'm not also, when I say like, I hope it's a government name, I'm not saying this so that they can like match with the Sens or whatever. I'm saying this because... The government is the only thing that genuinely, like, I think everyone in Ottawa can be like, yeah, like, <laughs> like they will show up for the government. So I think that they could be like, <laughs> something related to the government.
1: Uh, so anyways, even though this team is already number one in the league, based on vibes and Twitter followers, as we've established, uh, since, like, in the week, well, in the last week, basically, week and a few days, so much has happened that they announced that the team would be in Ottawa. And also now we already have three players, which is amazing. Yeah. For those who don't know the teams, each team is allowed to sign three players before the draft. uh, And then there will be a draft and then there's going to be like more free agency and like training camp invites and stuff. So each team signed has, well, is allowed to sign three players. Most of them have signed their three Ottawa, because they're the center of the hockey universe, as we've established was actually the first team to announce their players. And to me, that's also significant.
0: Yeah. Like they just can't stop making history. They just can't stop being like the talk of the town. Um, what did you think? Oh, wait, we should say the three players, I think, first, and then what did we think of them? I'm gonna admit right off the bat, I'm not good at player evaluation. So <laughs> I am just going to say that they're the greatest players in the world because they play for the team that I like, but so I am true. I need someone to tell me if they're actually good because I only really know the best players, but this is like across the board. Like I only really know the best players in men's hockey too. And I'm not good at evaluating any players ever. So we're consistent. Don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But so the players were um, Brienne Jenner, Emerent Meyer, and Emily Clark.
1: Yeah, that's like, okay, so I said this in my pre- free agency preview in Silver 7, Ottawa is at a massive disadvantage compared to the rest of the league, unfortunately, because it was not an established women's hockey market. And in women's hockey, it's a lot harder for the players to move, um, just because of circumstances, they're not making a lot of money, a lot of them have jobs and stuff like that, right? So it always was going to be a little bit hard to convince players to come to Ottawa. With that in mind, I think this team did great. Like, you can't go wrong with Canadian Olympians, is the thing. It's like, every team was going to have amazing players. And I'm really glad, frankly, that Ottawa announced their players first, because I was like, when they announced it, I was like, holy shit, this is awesome. Like, we're winning the cup. And then after the others were announced, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, oh, no. But, yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed those few hours where Ottawa was the only team with players. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, right off the bat, I just want to say, holy shit, Ottawa got Brianne Jenner. That is a huge thing. Like, Brianne Jenner, I would say, is probably, like, the best women's hockey player that you've never heard of. If you are not like a, if you, if you only know the big names, right? Like she has been like one of the best players in the world for a very, very long time. She gets upstaged by like, you know, Pune and stuff, but like, she has always been there as one of the best players. She was literally the MVP of the 2022 Olympics. She is like, so so, so good. And was obviously going to sign a contract before free agency, like, one of the most coveted players, and we got her because Ottawa rules.
0: (laughs) This is awesome. In my mind, she is the greatest player in the world now. Like, that's the thing, is that the greatest thing about being bad at player evaluation is that you can just say who you want to be the best player in the world, and then it becomes true in your mind. So it's Brienne Jenner. She's the greatest player in the world.
1: Literally. And also, like we all know she's going to be captain, right? Like, yeah. she was the captain of the Calgary Inferno for a bit. She's worn an A for a long time with Team Canada and with the Inferno and stuff, right? Like, guaranteed captain, and I'm obsessed with her. People pointed out, actually, to me, that almost a year to the day before the signing was announced, I had tweeted out, "Brienne Jenner is pretty cool, in my opinion. I don't remember for the context for that. I'm assuming it was the World Championships, uh, mm-hmm. but I, I a year ago I said that Brienne Jenner is cool and a few months ago I also said Breanne, I also tweeted Brienne Jenner the woman that you are I, I think that was also world championships <laughs> that's usually
0: when I start tweeting about random hockey players I'd like to think that I already forget his oh, GM's name but Mike Hirschfield. I think Mike Hirschfield just printed those out and put them in a like in a folder and was like you would, you should, you want to see this, and then that's why she decided to sign in Ottawa.
1: That's awesome.
0: Um, so yeah, it's awesome. I and like
1: you know, like I said, it's it's really not an easy decision for these players to move to Ottawa. So I, I appreciate so much that like she came here. That's that's just absolutely incredible. I'm so excited to make her my favorite hockey mm-hmm. player. Well, you know, her all, and everyone else on the team. But you know,
0: uh, I can't wait for her to be the captain. It's gonna be incredible also uh okay wait someone also posted this is a vibes thing now i'm sorry <laughs> but um so like they're on instagram um like the pwhl ottawa team and Brian jenner did like a combined post and Emerence mashmeyer said how lucky i am how lucky am i to have you play in front of me so the vibes are already excellent <laughs> Exactly. It's so cool how, like, they're
1: all best friends and, like, have played it together for years. I forget who it was who said that they were roommates. It was it like and Clark or something? Wait, yeah. But yeah, it's- like, literally had been roommates before. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, moving on, I guess, to the, the next biggest name a little bit, Emmeryn Mashmeyer. Uh, super exciting. She's, like, a good storyline because she's been kind of at least on the international level, a career backup. Um, but it's a situation where it's like, Canada has so many amazing goalies that they have like world-class goaltenders backing up, right? Uh, and yeah, she's always just been incredible in all the starts that she gets. Uh, she was the starter with the uh, Canadien de Marial in the CWHL a while ago. And like, obviously has been a starter in the PWHPA as well. So like, she, she can be a starter for sure. Uh, but, yeah, really, really exciting to have her be, like, the goaltender, you know, after after years of backing up, because she was she's the backup for Nganet de Bien, but I think before that, she was the backup for her, her now wife, Geneviève <laughs> Lacasse, right?
0: Yeah, so I think that'll be incredible. Also, she did say that Geneviève Lacasse is not going to be playing. So that's the other I'm benefit, excited. is that, like, you get such insider information because everyone's married to each other. <laughs> Exactly. And it's like,
1: yeah, I kind of, I wasn't sure if that Dakas would be playing in the PWHL and it makes sense that she wouldn't, but like, I think she's run, she's been like a goalie coach for McGill before, like years ago, quite a while ago before she was playing in the PWHPA. Um, so like, it could be cool just to have that Dakas in the city, you know, like, yeah. you know, young goalies doing goalie camps might get to benefit from her being in the city maybe she'll be the goalie coach for like a local team or something I I, I'm just speculating completely but it's just like I it's a benefit for the city of Ottawa to have these two world-class goaltenders who are married to each other
0: it's very true and then the last player is Emily Clark yeah her I feel like I know
1: slightly less about her than the others she uh from what I understand is like has yeah, she's like a little bit younger than the other two, but still like I think she's twenty seven. Um, that's that's young for the Canadian Olympic team because they've had the same players for forever. Yeah, but um, not, not that I'm calling her old. <laughs> <laughs> um, to be clear, I'm just like you know by hockey standards. Um, but yeah, she has mostly been kind of a depth player for Team Canada, but was literally the second leading scorer in the pwhpa last year like she she is really really good um she can definitely be a top line player in the pwhl i feel like we have so many underdog stories right like with mashmeyer and with clark it's like oh we have the career backup getting a chance to be the starter we have like the the depth player who's now like the the star and the first line center right um that's just like it's very intriguing to me. And that's not to say that Emily Clark is like a bad signing or that she's not good. Like, like I said, she's fantastic. She's amazing. She's been a great player for a long time. Uh, she was definitely one of like the top players when people were projecting, you know, who would be, who would be signing in free agency. Emily Clark was definitely a name that was being said a lot. I also, we moved typically past Emmerich Mashmire. I, I need to discuss one quote from Brianne Jenner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Who said about Emmerich Mashmeyer. Most goalies are weird, but not Everett's. She's normal. So the, Ottawa is just, like, setting itself apart. We have
0: a normal goaltender, the only one in the world. It Like, the only normal goaltender could have only gone to Ottawa. Like, it's just like she doesn't make sense anywhere else. I wonder if, like, marrying another goaltender means that it just kind of can't... Things cancel themselves <laughs> out, you know? Like, maybe that's what happened. Maybe. Actually, that would make a lot of sense. Or almost you expect it to, like, double, kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the other, the other vibes-based thing I got to mention about Mashmire is, uh, as as we know very well, the captain of the Ottawa Senators, Brady Kachuk, uh, has made it very clear that he is a big fan of Crocs. Uh, Crocs are his personal brand. He is, he is the, the Crocs guy, but he's been upstaged because Brady Kachuk was not brave enough to wear Crocs to his wedding. But Emrens Mashmeyer and Geneviève Dacasse were. They wore special white Crocs with the little gibbets on it that said bride and their numbers to their wedding reception. There are pictures on their Instagrams of them dancing in their wedding dresses
0: with Crocs. Brady Kachak could never. This is so massive. Oh my God. <laughs> I feel like this is public knowledge, but I never knew about this. So now I feel like we have to like alert the press or something like this is incredible. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Right? The vibes are incredible. Exactly. Like I, I am already
1: obsessed with this team. I, I, I remember I posted before the signings were announced, I posted a picture on my Twitter circles Of Embrace Mashman and Hündchen wearing their Crocs at their wedding. And I was like, do you think that, you know, Brady Kachuk can convince them to come to Ottawa because of Crocs? Like,
0: there's a connection here. And that may be what happened. Like, we never know. I want to know Brady Kachuk's thoughts. And being upstaged in such a big way. Yeah. Like, he literally got married this summer. He could have done that. That's so embarrassing for him. I, if anyone who has access to Brady Kachuk is listening, please ask him that when, like, training camp starts. And if anyone involved
1: in, like, social media content for the Sands is listening, um, you know how last year there was this video of Brady Kachuk cro- shopping for Crocs for his teammates? Uh, why don't you do a video of him and Emmerence Mashmeyer shopping for Crocs together? I feel like that would be great crossover content. That would be incredible. But also, I, I need to know from Emmerence Mashmeyer if she thinks that Brady Kachuk is appropriating lesbian culture by making Crocs his personal brand. Because, look, it's not just Emmerence Mashmeyer. Like, this is a cultural thing. Um, many lesbians wear Crocs. This is not just her. Maybe Brady
0: Kachuk is being problematic. (laughs) And, wait, I feel like there's a way to tie this in. What did lesbians say about Brady Kachuk in the hotness poll? Not fans. There we have it. (laughs) Now we know why. Maybe... Maybe he's
1: overcompensating with the Crocs. Like, he's trying oh. to win the lesbian vote. Maybe it's not appropriation, it's appreciation. Yeah. He he appreciates the culture. He wants the lesbian vote in the hotness ranking, so he wears Crocs all the time. I believe that.
0: But not to his wedding. That's honestly humiliating and embarrassing for him. Like, he has been upstaged, and there's no coming back from it. Brady Kachuk, get divorced and married again so you can rectify this. Um, I don't know. Sorry, that was a bit of a tangent. I don't know if there's anything... Oh, yes, big thing. They're all gay. Like, everyone assigned and on is gay.
1: It's great because there are only three players on the team. So that means that until
0: September 18th, this is an all-gay hockey team. So many teams have dreamed about it. But finally, Ottawa
1: has achieved it. You know, for all we know, there could be more, (laughs) more all-gay hockey teams. But like, this is the only one where we know for sure all openly gay hockey players on this team. And you know what? Megan Rapinoe once said, you can't win a championship without gays. So Ottawa is off to a great start. Ottawa
0: is going to win three championships, is what we're learning Right on the <laughs> one for each gay on the team. Exactly.
1: Your math is flawless. Thank you so much.
0: These are the advanced analytics that I can offer you. Ottawa PWHL team, please hire me in the stats department. Anyways, that might be a good segue <laughs> into uh, the
1: other teams that have been announced. Because obviously we gotta pay attention to this. This is important. And as I said, I was thrilled about the Ottawa team. I still am. They are all uh my my friends now parasocially um I am obsessed with all of them uh they're the best players in the world as far as I'm concerned but uh the other teams did sign players too unfortunately and that was very emotionally difficult for me um specifically to the surprise of no one Montreal signed well okay they haven't officially announced it but like Insiders have announced that obviously Montreal is signing Max-Philippe Poulet, Laura Stacey, and Anne-Francoise I I don't know. I should Google Desbiens to see if 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 she's gay. And I'm just like erasing her by talking about Ottawa as the only gay team. Montreal is definitely trying. As I google this, I will say Montreal is definitely trying to upstage Ottawa by signing an actual couple.
0: But still, they're posers. The team, not the not the players. I agree, and also I think that good players should stop be like should stop should not be from Montreal and Toronto. I think that they should stop doing that, and because literally,
1: okay. And and for the record, I I googled it, and there is there is nothing about being gay. I don't know. I don't know if she is or not. But so Ottawa wins. (laughs) Ottawa still stays winning. (laughs) As the only all openly gay team (laughs) that we know
0: of. (laughs) But yeah, I like because obviously, as you as you said, it was obvious that like Mérite Le and Laura Stacey were going to go to Montreal. So I think that there should be a new rule where only good players are allowed to be from Ottawa. So then they all want to play in Ottawa instead. I think that's a great plan. (laughs) I am looking forward to seeing
1: you implement this. I uh, I I won't lie. I knew that like obviously Marie-Philip was going to go to Montreal and like Laura Stacey, I mean if you don't for listeners if you didn't know, Laura Stacey is literally engaged to marie Philippe Poulin and she's like good enough to get a contract on her own right. So obviously they were going to sign in the same team. But then I forgot until it was announced that M- that De Bie was probably going to do that too. Adina De Bien is like the starting goaltender for Team Canada and that was just soul crushing. My number one, like, memory of Anne-René Desbiens, listeners, you'll have to tell me if you remember this moment. Because this, like, anytime I think of this goaltender, this moment is the one that sticks out in my mind. It's not like a championship game or anything. It was at the last Olympics, and it was a game between Canada and Switzerland. And Canada was dominating, as they tend to do in games not against the U.S., Uh, it was brutal they spent the entire like first two periods of the game in the offensive zone they scored like a million goals it was just like painful to watch when you're watching this even as a Canada fan being like oh my god can you let them score one goal this is horrifying this is a massacre and then I think end of second period beginning of third something like that Switzerland gets a power play they get a bunch of good scoring chances and they get one like amazing chance you're watching this you're like finally the puck is going in the net and Anne-René Desbiens pulls out the save of the tournament like highlight reel (laughs) like can't believe she made that save and I just remember watching this and being like oh my god this is like this is rude this is mean like these how do you even go on how do you continue the game as a Switzerland player after this happens. (laughs) And anyways, I'm what I'm getting at is I feel like that's going to be the energy in Montreal.
0: (laughs) Actually, yeah, like, based on their three, um, like players, it does have a vibe of you are so good that it's disrespectful. Like it's not nice. Like it's not a nice Mm -hmm. thing to do to other teams
1: and you know we don't we don't know the actual numbers maybe they you know are gonna spend all their money on on these players and they won't have you know they won't be able to to pay for better players but and they're also picking last in the draft yeah Ottawa's picking second last Montreal last though good
0: but yeah I think that it's gonna suck (laughs) <laughs> when and whenever Ottawa loses to Montreal, it's gonna hurt. And I saw people being like, "I can't believe I'll have to boo Marie Marie And like, yeah, but that's the state of affairs right now. Like, yeah, and you know what? I've had a lot of time to accept
1: that, and I, I'm ready for it. You know, I think I, you know, women's hockey is all about homoerotic rivalries <laughs> and stuff, right? Like, you know, they're they're all like it's very complicated i feel like i'm okay with having like a rivalry with me who like i love but i also have a rivalry with her and she's playing against my
0: team like i think that's cool i'm i'm down for that mm-hmm. i agree and yeah i think i think when the moment comes i will have no issues booing her <laughs> exactly i feel like yeah she's a player that like you could have a rivalry with. yeah Rivalry with
1: her, you know, hey. I, I, I think this can happen. I my one thing is, like, I'm so annoyed that Montreal is good. Like, this bothers me because I, I was just so looking forward to a hockey league where, like, Montreal was not good. We need to change things up. Like, the Habs entire identity is just we were really good a long time ago. And it would be so funny to me if the Montreal team started out bad so they
0: couldn't claim that identity, you know? yeah. It's not gonna happen, but like I do wish, like I know it would be so awesome. That's why I'm saying like good players have to stop like being from Montreal. We need
1: fewer francophone players. <laughs> um, I've always said this. Unless you are, well, no, we need more francophone players, but they need to recognize that Ottawa is the true francophone yes.
0: team. They need to. Okay, here's like. I don't even know. They need to, yeah, they need to recognize that the only place that makes sense for them is Ottawa. And then if they're like, but I'm from Montreal, we need to gaslight people more, I feel. We need to be like, no, what are you talking about? What's Montreal? And then it'll be perfect.
1: We need the Montreal and Toronto media to be a little bit unhinged and mean to the players (laughs) so that... Ottawa has that advantage of players being like, I don't want to be in that toxic media market. Because it's it's not like that in women's hockey yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think women's hockey players should be miserable playing in Toronto and Montreal. I think that we should bring more toxicity to women's <laughs> hockey. I think it's
1: what it's missing. So moving from a player that we are excited to root against, that we think it's going to be fun uh to a player that we are devastated to root against because i i i knew it was a t- i knew it was probably gonna happen but it still hurt
0: when sarah nurse signed in toronto that one pains me because listeners will remember a couple episodes ago the q like the mailbag episode sarah nurse is one of my favorite players <laughs> so it's like damn
1: i know and she's just she's not an easy player to root against you know
0: like everybody loves her yeah. That's the thing, is that, like, okay, the entire nature of, like, this league is that because, like, these players have been so beloved, like, because they were on, like, the Canadian Olympic team, it, like, part of me feels, like, especially, like, yeah, with Sarah Nurse, like, with Meryl Filipone, like, with all these players, it's just, like, ouch. Like, that hurts so much. But, like, it has to happen, and I'm ready to, like, let it happen and then when the olympics roll around again of course like it will be happy again
1: exactly yeah it's uh it's rough but it has to happen uh and also uh, i was so mad when it turned out that sarah nurse had turned out a bunch of contracts like yeah it's good for her but also like what's wrong with ottawa why didn't you want to come to ottawa
0: Mm-hmm. like also it already begins it already begins people like Ottawa trying to throw money at people and people being like no thank you I'll go play in Toronto wow
1: well, yeah it's so sad they also got Blair Turnbull who is awesome and Renata Fast, who is the only uh, defender from Team Canada that has signed with the team so all all the other defenders all available in the draft that's interesting but yeah that's another good team Um, not, not as like soul crushingly great as Montreal, but, but pretty solid. Mm -hmm. Ottawa will still win though, because of the vibes.
0: Exactly. That's exactly it. Um, the next team is Minnesota. So the players that signed for them are Lee Stecklane, Kendall coyne Schofield, and Kelly Panic. I mean, they're
1: Americans, so I don't know who they are, nor do I care. Um, no, I I do know who they are a little bit.
0: Yeah, me yeah. too. But like, I also yeah, I know who they are. But like, my thing is that like, once we got into the Americans, I was like, this is gonna be easy. Like, I don't know. I know I can hate them. Like, whatever. Like, also, like, this is kind of tangent. But like, people being like, oh man, like Hillary Knight is probably gonna play for Boston, and it's like, great. Like. Double reason to hate Boston. I don't hate Hillary Knight, like absolutely. literally, but it's just like years of rooting against her has trained me well. So it's like it's going to be all exactly. awesome. like.
1: It's funny because I did see I saw some American fans who want to cheer for Ottawa being saying that about <laughs> Maggie Vipney. Like hell yeah, we're going to have a rivalry with Montreal, and I get to hate Maggie Vipney as always. And I'm like, oh, oh, they were different people. I don't feel that way. I have I have to have so many complicated feelings yeah. about
0: this. But yeah, that's the thing is that like for the American players, so much less complicated, so much more just like, mm-hmm. yeah, my hating energy will persist. That's great.
1: Yeah. So yeah, ready to hate Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows Minnesota, what an annoying hockey market. <laughs> that's uh, nice.
0: Yeah, I, they need
1: more haters. That's,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's nice that like Minnesota, like, will have strong feelings felt about it. I feel like that's not something that typically happens. But I will hate you, Minnesota. I will offer you that.
1: So true. And yeah, as we said, like Boston, Boston has been quieter than the other teams. Like the only rumored signing is Hillary Knight. And even that, like it, it's not official. I mean, like it's it's obviously going to happen, but like it, it hasn't been reported on as officially as the other teams. So we'll see what Boston does. So yeah, the other team is New York, which they've only signed, they've only got two rumored signings. It's not official yet, but it sounds like they're signing Abby Rock and Alex Carpenter. Um, not super surprising. Don't know who the third one is. Abby Rock is really exciting because she's definitely the youngest player who's signed a contract. Like she's oh, now I'm feeling old because I was like, she's two years older than me. So that would make her 26, which isn't even that young by hockey player standards. Oh no. Um, but anyways, she's a bit younger. She's also uh, one of the first, like, Indigenous players, I believe, on uh, Team USA. So that's awesome. And, yeah, Alex Carpenter, great player. Um, ready to hate both of them, as as we have established with all the American players. Yeah, it's going to rock. Honestly, I'm really excited for this with women's hockey. I need – I feel like a lot of people – when it comes to women's hockey are hesitant to be haters because they're like, I want to support women's hockey. I want to love all the players. Um, But I feel like we need to be haters in order for women's hockey to grow. We need to treat this as a real sport. And that means being haters respectfully, of course, Uh, you know, there are some lines you don't cross when talking shit, but yeah,
0: I am. I am ready to be a hater. I am too. I think that it'll be nice Um, yeah I think that hating I was talking about this recently like I think a lot of the times I hate teams more than I like any individual team um that's a very Ottawa attitude to have exactly so I think it'll be very very fun for me um to just genuinely hate a lot of players also I was saying on Twitter because I don't know as much about women's hockey as like I'd ever like to but I'm like very excited to like just follow this league from the very beginning obviously like it's very sad that like the reason it's happening is because like another league had to die a little and like that sucks that like everything's starting from scratch but it's like also like a nice opportunity for fans to like get in on the ground floor and stuff so yeah I would encourage everyone to just like follow the league from the beginning I think it's gonna be a really fun experience to be able to do that
1: yeah. And I feel like it's way easier that way. Like you get to know each player kind of individually or you, you know, and everyone is learning about the team at once. You don't, there's not like a bunch of existing lore that you need to know yeah. if you're going to get into this team. Right. And like, because the the Olympic players are involved, you might already recognize a few names from, you know, international tournaments and stuff. Right. Uh, so that, that just kind of makes things exciting. And, you know, I've been trying to get a lot of my friends who don't follow hockey into women's hockey by explaining to them all the romantic entanglements. Like I've to two separate friends yesterday, I described women's hockey as like, yeah, it's a sport, but it's also like kind of a lesbian reality TV show Mm -hmm. in a way. Cause everyone's dating each other. And like, you know, some of them have announced things. They've made it official. And obviously whenever I talk about couples in like, you know, writing and stuff, I stick with the ones who are like official on social media. But like, man, guys, if you follow these players on Instagram, there are more couples (laughs) like (laughs) I I won't say because obviously they haven't made an official announcement. I don't want to like, you know, out them or whatever. But like, there are more (laughs) If if you do the deep dive on Instagram. I even thought I remember like years ago going through Emery's Mashmire and Geneviève Zacast's Instagrams and being like, are they dating? Because there are a lot of pictures of them together. And then thinking, oh, no, it's just because, like, they're both goalies, so they must spend a lot of time together because they're, like, a goalie tandem or whatever. And then, like, later they got married. I was like, I knew it. I knew it the whole time. Um, So lots of situations like that where it's like, are they dating? Are they not? And it's just, it gets very entertaining. And it makes the On Ice product entertaining. It makes following all the signings and stuff entertaining. So everyone should get into this sport. It's so much fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm really excited. And yeah, as I said, uh, Silver 7 will be covering this new league. So if you... Want, I, it sounds like it's going to be me doing like a weekly roundup and stuff. Uh, so I really I need to learn lots more about women's hockey. Um, I already know like I already watch a lot, but like I've never covered it before. So this will be fun. And that's the thing with like I don't know um, covering the new league. I feel like there has to be a balance between being like you know deferring to the experts, the people who've been covering it for a long time, and also new people deciding to put in the work to like you know, learn about the league and stuff. And so I'm, I'm trying to do the second one because I've been a fan for a long time. I've been reading about women's hockey for so long. And I'm going to try my hand at writing about it as a fan. So definitely uh, subscribe to Silver 7 or you don't have to subscribe. You It's still free. Um, <laughs> it, it's just if you want to give us money, that would be really nice. That would be really cool of you. Um, but yeah, check out Silver 7 for all of, all of your information. I've already messed up a lot of information in, the,
0: in my like tra- agency preview and stuff but you know what I'm learning <laughs> that's you know what we will all learn together I think it'll be nice
1: yeah it's also it's hard with women's hockey because there's so little information out there so like when I was writing off like which players are eligible there were so many things I just didn't know so many rules I didn't know or like you know I didn't know that this player wasn't planning on playing or whatever right mm-hmm. so like I I got something's wrong i didn't get anything big wrong you can still read my free agency preview and like it's it holds up it's just like yeah i don't know it's it's weird when there's like so little information sometimes
0: yeah that's very real anyway i think that's everything we wanted to say about um the new team and everything and the new league and everything so looking forward to watching looking forward to hopefully being able to attend some games um yeah yeah that'll be fun
1: um if we wanted we wanted to like at the end talk about the Sens, but they're so mean. They haven't given us anything to talk about. Where the hell is this Shane Pinto signing? I'm glad we've had women's hockey to talk about because otherwise I would have had to sit around thinking about Shane Pinto for two weeks <laughs> and writing about Shane Pinto for two weeks. Like being a hockey writer during the off-season is hell. Um, so shout out to the PWHL for distracting me from that.
0: But yeah, they've given us so little to talk about. It's really sad. Yeah. The one thing they gave us was Tim Stutzel and Eric Brandstrom in Stockholm, Sweden, which is a dream I feel like I've once had. So it's nice that they made it a reality. Um, Yeah, it was just like a media day video. There was one iconic part. And like, we all if you know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, where Tim Stutzla had to get a temporary tattoo that was drawn by Eric Branstrom and Eric Branstrom wrote in a heart with an arrow. I love Branny. And I said on Twitter, at a million listens, Fiat and I will get it as a matching tattoo. (laughs) we we should start a merch store and offer that as merch low-key yeah and also um because it was a temporary tattoo like he wrote it on the paper and then it was put on so it was mirrored I think the merch should be it was it was reversed <laughs> like in a mirror right yeah so I think that'd be awesome if it was like a mirror image so no one could actually yeah. read it that well we would get that tattoo yeah we will we do love it friends, a million so. people listen we
1: will I haven't even checked. Even checked our stats. We might have a million listeners. Oh my god! I don't
0: think so. Imagine you promise that, and then like we're already no. at a million. No, I don't think we are. Also, I'm fully lying. Like we're not going to do that. And you know what we would do? Maybe we'll be like, no, like no one can see us. We'll be like, okay, guys. We're going to get the tattoo now. Like, bzz, bzz, ow! Like, oh, we got it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: no, no! It's Erickson's murder face reveal at a million listens.
0: She announces her, she shows off her tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. If you see someone in public with an, I love, <laughs> tattoo, you know, it's me
1: face <laughs> reveal only for those in the know. So true. But yeah. Um, so yeah, that's, I believe that's all we have for this episode. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, and also blue sky. I think we said that in yeah. the last episode as well. We now have a blue sky for the podcast. It's at Elite Sounds Brain. We're also elitesoundsbrain.tumblr.com Send us an ask. Uh, as always, I'm CB at AE on Twitter and Blue Sky. I'm at Ericson's Brainer on Twitter and Blue Sky. And go and also read Silver Seven Sends. Mm. Subscribe. Buy Silver Seven Merch. I need to plug that more often. Go Sons Go, go Suns Go.
0: Go. Ottawa P W H L Team Go. <laughs> So true. Hopefully
1: we'll have a catchier name next time. Yeah. Bye.
0: Bye.